0: Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission, who needs my permission, and why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim.
1: Well, it's time again, Kim. We're going to do this.
2: Yes, we are.
1: You know, I have to remind myself that personal responsibility is my responsibility. (laughs) It's not somebody else's responsibility. It's it's my responsibility I have to figure out how to do the right thing now sometimes that's the right thing for me sometimes it's the right thing for others we live with other people I mean you live with other people and I mean you're in Texas there's a few people there right
2: <laughs> yes there are
1: <laughs> but I, yeah so I there's a few people near me. And I am responsible to and beholden to and have expectations and social mores. And my goodness, you know, there's a lot put on us. There's a lot that's expected of us. But we also have to make sure that we are responsible to ourselves, taking into account all the others. Give me your thoughts.
2: I'm trying to track on the fact that is this personal responsibility for us or is this personal responsibility to us? Because I think there is a difference. And I do think that when you're talking about the right choice, sometimes that looks kind of messy to other people when we're choosing things to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, like people want our time and maybe we have to take care of something to make sure we're healthy enough or we're, you know, bandwidth wise, even our bandwidth has to be protected. And then I also look at the thing of I'm I'm responsible for being kind. I'm responsible for, you know, not leaving messes outside for my neighbors or I'm responsible for not running someone off the road because I decided to, you know, do what I wanted. So there's a lot of things that I think this topic encompasses. And I, I will follow your lead, sir.
1: Well, basically, when you talk about leaving, let's say, leaving trash out in your yard, again, choosing to have your yard look a certain way, if you have a yard choosing to leave your office desk or whatever it is that's yours in a space that adjoins other people's spaces. You know, you don't want the smells coming from their house and they don't want the smells coming from your house. Let's just think of it like that.
2: Well, see, I have like maybe a different theory about this, but I will say my personal responsibility in my mind is Yes, they should be careful and yes, they should do the thing. But my personal responsibility is how I act in that situation versus how they acted. They might not be taking personal responsibility, but that does not open up the door for me to do the same. It, I feel like, you know, when nobody's looking is when our character is really displayed. And if I react poorly to something then that really is about me. It's not about the person that did something silly. It's not about the person that's angry around me. It's about me. I have to own it because I, if I'm getting angry about something, what's going on inside of me that's making me react to that.
1: I totally follow where you're going with that. And I, I am confident that maintaining control of your emotions maintaining control of your reactions we all snap back at times when especially when we haven't taken care of ourselves or we are not 100% whether that's through sickness or when we're melty as you like to say when we've dealt with stress or grief or or whatever but maintaining control of your response is is not easy
2: So I'm not sure if control is the right word. I'm going to push back a little bit just because I think we can control some things, but there are some things we can't. You've never been a girl, David, and you got to know that sometimes those emotions are just out of control (laughs) and it's not intentional. It's not something that we set out to do, but there are times in our lives that we are not controllable like we can do things to set ourselves up to to be better we can do things to set ourselves up but that you know to have better choices or make better choices but there really are times that it's out of our control how we feel emotionally i i think back to when you know my oldest son passed away and i think i couldn't control my emotions not one drop i was devastated. And to put that responsibility, that personal responsibility of knowing how to navigate that, having never experienced that before, that's kind of judgy. Like we have to be careful not to be judgy with us, like with our own self. Oh, I wish I would have reacted this way. Well, I can tell you, I wish I would have reacted differently, I'm sure, but that was raw. That was real, and that was not controllable. So I just want to put that in this conversation that that it that is something we can strive for, or we can work on, but it is not one hundred percent that we can control those things.
1: Now you're you're exactly right. My daughter just went through a pretty serious loss to, loss of a friend, and and she's still very melty in that regard. And you know, I've I've watched that with her she's 26 and you know trying trying to maintain but what she did in the moment and what she turned that into after by being able to go and be with the family and take care of the family and it was easy for her to cordon herself off and just you know stay at home and and do those things but but she chose to be responsible to them in that regard?
2: I think we have, a lot of times we make melty decisions and melty's when our emotions are escalated, like when things are bigger than they, you know, they feel bigger than they really are a lot of times. But when we make melty decisions, that's where a lot of people, I feel like, misunderstand some things. And I am not justifying bad behavior. I don't think bad behavior. Like I think we should constantly work towards being the best human possible, but a lot of money is spent when someone is melty. They're, they're doing retail therapy instead of becoming aware of what's going on inside of them. A lot of times after like football games or basketball games, A lot of bad decisions are made after that because the emotions are high, whether they won or lost, the emotions are super high. So they make bad decisions that they didn't set out to make. And and not all of them, you know, some of them set out to make bad decisions, (laughs) but there's melty decisions being made around us every day. We make melty decisions and they come up in ways like a major credit card debt of something we didn't have enough money to spend to begin with, but that was our salve that we put on the wound. That was the thing that we did to try to take the pain away in our meltiness when honestly sitting in that meltiness and and being aware of why and getting to the root of it and giving yourself just time, giving yourself time to get through that melty giving yourself the recovery period of Melty can change the decisions that you make.
1: Yeah. So you, what you're explaining is there is in the moment and then there is the aftermath. And when we can regain control of ourselves, when we have that cadre of people around us who we've given permission to direct us, or that's not the right word, encourage us into better decision making processes. Yeah. So that's the group of people that you have to establish prior. You've got to have that support group.
2: So I think it's a group of people that'll tell you the truth. Like I'm going to be really simple about that. If I'm melty and I'm looking like I'm going to do something that I shouldn't maybe be doing. That's a really good time for those who really love me to say, hey, look, knock it off. You know, give yourself a day to figure something out. Don't rush out and make a decision. Mm -hmm. I think there are times in our life we shouldn't even make big major decisions. We should set time aside because I, I just think so many things would be done more wisely if we gave our physical bandwidth and our mental bandwidth and our just being human bandwidth, a break, you know, give us a break and and let us figure some things out without running out with a credit card, without running out to do something foolish, without running out to eat poorly. Like that's even another thing. I, I, I'm an emotional eater. Like I'll just put it out there.
1: I'm just an eater. It's, that's my goal. <laughs>
2: But but being an emotional eater or just an eater, as David says, it, you know, it makes it where I want comfort food when something's going on. And I think part of that is growing up every funeral we ever went to, like with my grandparents, there was like this huge spread of food. And I think we started associating that with the comfort like we loved being with them and it was a sad time, but that's what the, I'm not even really sure what you call it, but that's like the medicine of choice or the thing that you soothe yourself with.
1: I'm disappointed. So I need a casserole and a bunk cake.
2: <laughs> yes. And what time will it be here?
1: <laughs> yes. Back. To, and so back to personal responsibility and how it circles all of these things that you've brought up. When we're given the chance to act a certain way or behave a certain way because of a certain situation, we've got to be able to 90% of the time, 99% of the time. I mean, we don't lose a child every day. We don't, you know, these things don't affect us every single day in the extreme. Most days are, you know, 50% level issues or 10% level issues, we've got to be able to maintain a level of focus. I'm not even going to call it control, a level of focus that helps us to get to the next step. And back to what you call permission in our first episode, you talked about that responsibility to accept the consequences. So personal responsibility is all about those consequences of any action. So I'm going to act out. So there may be consequences that come along with that. They may be physical. They may be relational. They may be emotional down the road, or they may be physical to yourself. You know, <laughs> down here in the South, you know, the, the, the great mantra is you get all emotional and people get worked up and, and you're out there doing a thing and you're like hey y'all watch this and you do something goofy and you're either in the hospital or you hurt somebody else so again all those personal responsibilities they carry consequences with them
2: and you know one thing i want to be very clear about i don't think that poor judgment is something that's okay it's not that I feel like you can get by with it because something has happened. So you should have a, you know, a free pass to do something mean to someone else. That's nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I do think that we have to just be aware of the fact that our human can hang out. Like, you know, you've seen, you've seen um, girls in too tight of pants that look like they are a can of biscuits about to explode. Well, I think this, I think the same way and I've been one of those girls because so I can say that, but one of the things about that is our humanness is like that. Our humanness is busting at the seams a lot of times to come out and we, we do have to take that responsibility. We do have to become aware of that, but I also know that we make bad judgment calls based on something we misunderstand sometimes Or we hurt other people because we're hurting Mm -hmm. and we don't know what to do with it. It's not something that you set out consciously to do, but I do think that happens. And I feel like that's something we need to just say in this episode is that there are times when we make bad decisions that the consequences are horrendous, but they weren't intentional. Like, it wasn't intentional that you made that bad choice. Mm -hmm. It was from a moment of being melty or from a moment of not knowing how to handle whatever it was. So there's this place of a fine line between being very responsible and always acting right, making right choices, and reality where my humanness is about to bust open,
1: I think when I thought of this topic that we would discuss, I was aiming toward you should make sure and do your homework every day. And I think we went a whole lot deeper than that. And hopefully this hits somebody exactly where, where they need it right now. Um, You're exactly right, Kim. There's, there's all these melty decisions that, that can come up and, and I think just, Projecting forward and thinking about what happens when we, whatever, whatever it is. And then on top of that, we have to be willing to deal with what happens when we do that. Or if we're not, we need to really step back and think. I will totally admit that I, I'm not a crier. I'm a breaker. hmm I would never hurt an individual physically beside me, but you know, something that I <laughs> sling across the room might hit somebody. Now, I've dialed a lot of that back as I have gotten into the, uh, I don't know, these, these, um, mature years, we'll call it. But early on, you know, that's the way I dealt with sudden emotion is that something got broke. And then I had to go replace that, or I had to go fix that, or I had to outlay a crap ton of cash to to do something to to fix it. Never broke anything substantial, but that's the point: is I had to reap the
2: consequences of those actions. I think when you talk about the like that, I, I think it's important again that we just say out loud that we evolve as humans. And we do make bad choices. I think a lot of times we make it perpetual bad choices because we don't deal with a bad choice we've made. Like whether we're melty or whether we're just hot headed or whether, you know, we're cranky that day. Like there's so many factors. But if you look at that and you don't deal with the consequences, it's very easy to do it again. It's very easy to not get to the root of the problem, what's really causing your anger, like what's really causing your emotional state you're in. And some things can't be prevented. Like there are some things, there's just zero way to prevent. But those things that we can prevent, those are the things that we should work toward. But I also think giving ourselves the the forgiveness you know, being kind to ourselves when we do make a bad choice, kind enough to dig in there real deep and find out why kind enough to change that behavior because you know why. And you do the things that prevent it instead of waiting until you do it again.
1: I think that's again, having that group of friends around you or just personal awareness of you know this has happened i should lock up the credit cards this has happened i need to put the car keys away so it's i'm not even call it anger management it's just life management it's knowing yourself and that comes with time or it comes with finding people around you who know you enough or have seen this type of situation enough to know that you're likely to behave in a certain way and so yeah, so maybe somebody should have, you know, just given me a, a cold beverage and asked me to sit down before something went across the garage because I couldn't fix the car.
2: So I will say this, though, I think that boils down to our want to also, mm. you know, when we want to do something, we find a way. And when we don't want to, we can make every excuse under the sun. So I. I think when your want to is intact and you want to do better, you can work towards that if you'll slow down. But I think a lot of people want to ignore it because it's embarrassing to act human. Like, I kind of laugh because I will let my human hang out all over the place because I want you to know I'm going to disappoint you. Like, I want you to know that up front so we can take all the pressure off. I'm not ever going to do it intentionally. But if you, you know, and and this is a true instance, if you become a client of mine, that's one of the first conversations we have is I want you to know up front, I'm going to let you down and so is the team. We're going to let you down. And not because we want to, but because we are human. We are a team of humans. And if people understand that up front, it takes so much pressure off of, you know, off of us being afraid we're, we're showing our human and it actually takes pressure off the other person as well, because it gives them permission to tell us, look, if we did something that's not what you want, speak up. Like, this is not a personal thing. This is a, we want we want to, and then you can fill in the blank. Our want to is not broken. So our want to, when we're trying to, I think, grow ourselves or get better at how we respond to things or triggers even like that's, I know that's kind of a catchy word right now, but there are triggers that are true triggers that will cause your behavior to be a certain way. If you don't address why they're there, I don't think you can ever change them. I think it's something we have to be aware of and our want to have to be intact.
1: I think that's all that needs to be said on that. That's your want to, I think you've got to focus your want to, to be able to get through life.
2: You know, we have choices that we can make that we don't have control, but we do have choices And if you've made bad decisions, like I have, I've made plenty of bad decisions in my life.
1: I haven't. (laughs) Never.
2: Well, I've made enough for all of us. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I think saying that out loud makes it where people don't have to hide that. I don't want anybody hiding their human around me. I want to, I want to learn how we can get along and how we can be kind to each other and how I can you know, act the way I need to, to not harm anybody. I think that that's a big part of this. So I definitely want to end on a positive note of just because you've made bad decisions or just because you haven't been personally responsible or understood that today's a new day and you get the choice to give yourself permission to be personally responsible and to be kind.
1: And now I have to be kind to us and be responsible and edit this podcast accordingly and make sure that it gets out on time because we know that there's thousands and thousands of people waiting to hear this exciting topic.
2: And I love every one of them, David. I just want to say that out loud. They're
1: Every one of them are my favorite person. Every single one are my favorites.
0: I love it. <laughs> thanks for spending time with david and kim now it's your turn to explore permission in your world if you have any thoughts ideas or questions about the show please email info at your and although they don't need permission to produce new episodes they sure would appreciate it your permission in the form of a five-star rating and review will help keep the show going Until next time, here's your permission to win.